0: It is Monday, July third, two thousand twenty-three. I'm Chip Stewart. This is the Worthy Is He podcast, and uh, I recently discovered something in the uh, the neutralization of the church slide deck uh, that is linked in the show notes for episodes thirty-one and thirty-two. Uh, that that topic is broken up into parts one and two. Um, as I was in our men's group on Sunday, I was using it as a as a reference, which I which I do. I as I prepare these, I go back to my notes and I use them as references. I'm um, a lot of this I'm I'm doing not only for you but for myself and uh, you know holding up a mirror uh, to myself as as I uh, study and research these things but as I was using it as a, as a reference I wanted to find the passage in Acts about preaching the whole counsel of God and so I looked at the notes and it said Acts chapter 22 verses 26 to 27 and when I turned there it had absolutely nothing to do uh, with the whole counsel of God so it took me a minute and I finally realized that instead of Acts chapter 22, it's Acts chapter 20, verses 26 through 27. So I've, I've discovered that I do this from time to time. I fat finger the numbers. Um, I, I, I try to be very vigilant about this and, and, uh, and making sure that I put the right ones in the references. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's a miss. Sometimes I make a mistake. So I've corrected um, those slides and reposted them, and you can access them. From the show notes, I've changed the link there to the uh, the new document. But it was Acts chapter twenty verses twenty six through twenty seven. That was on slide twenty seven. But um, I I just kind of wondered if that was for a reason because as I as I read it, it just kind of stood out to me, and I felt like I needed to talk about um, preaching the whole counsel of God and what Paul says in these verses. Um, it's, it's, a, it's interesting when you read it. Um, it, it's curious. Um, I, I, you read it, it's like, what, what is he talking about? So let's, let's take a look at it because he talks about being innocent of the blood of all. Um, when you think about that, that you take the flip side of it. Well, you know, he says he's innocent, but means that he, maybe he could have been, if he didn't do something, been guilty of the blood of others. And, um, and he, he relates it to preaching the entire, the whole counsel of God. So this is Acts chapter 20, uh, verses 26 through 28, actually. And it says, therefore I, testify to you, therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all. For I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. So here in the passage, Paul is telling us that he believes himself to be innocent of the blood of all, of all others, because he has boldly declared the whole counsel of God. So we can then, I believe, assume here that if we do not, if we who are teachers and pastors, um, overseers of the church, do not, preach the whole counsel of God. We're in danger of being held to account, of being guilty of the blood of others. So I think we need to go, in, need to go up to the Old Testament to get a little bit of context to this, because when you look back at uh, the prophets Ezekiel and Isaiah and what they have written, I think it'll help us understand what he's talking about here and how our Lord sees this issue. So let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 33, starting in verse 1, and it goes through verse 9. Um, In this passage, the Lord speaks to Ezekiel about the watchmen of Israel and how they can be guilty of the blood of others. And as as I read this, it sounds a lot like what Paul was referring to saying you know, he is innocent of the blood of all because part of the whole counsel of God is warning others of the coming judgment of God that those who have not repented and accepted Jesus Christ as Lord are um, in, in, in jeopardy of being cast in the inter, into the eternal lake of fire upon judgment day. But there's a lot more to that uh, for the whole counsel of God. That is a, a critical piece of it, however. So let's, let's read Ezekiel chapter 33, verses one through nine. The word of the Lord came to me Son of man, speak to your people and say to them, If I bring the sword upon a land, and the people of the land take a man from among them, and make him their watchman, and if he sees the sword coming upon the land, and blows the trumpet and warns the people, then if anyone who hears the sound of the trumpet does not take warning, and the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and did not take warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But if he had taken warning he would have saved his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet so that the people are not warned and the sword comes and takes any one of them, that person is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. Continue on in verse seven, so you son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his way, that wicked person shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from his way and he does not turn from his way, that person shall die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. So as you read through this this last section here from verses 7 through 9. It sounds a lot like what the Lord requires of his undershepherds, the overseers of the church, to do is warn the wicked, warn people who are practicing lawlessness, wickedness, who are sinning to turn away from their sins. And if those leaders of the church fail to do so, fail to warn of sin, and people are caught up in their sin, then they can be held to account. Well, we're going to see more as we continue on through through the scriptures looking at this issue. But he's talking here about, you know, warning others. And if you don't warn others, then the Lord is, is not going to look kindly upon that. Let's now turn to Isaiah chapter 56, starting in verse 9, going through verse 12, where in this passage, the, the Lord appears to be equating watchmen with the shepherds of Israel. And I think this is critical as we look at the shepherds of the church, the under shepherds under the the great shepherd, Jesus Christ. Because I think this helps kind of bring everything back together for what Paul is talking about and preaching the whole counsel of God and, and him being innocent of the blood of all. So here it says, all you beasts of the field come to devour all you beasts in the forest His watchmen are blind. So it's talking about the the watchmen of Israel. His watchmen are blind. They are all without knowledge. They are all silent dogs. They cannot bark, dreaming, lying down, loving to slumber. The dogs have a mighty appetite. They never have enough. But they are shepherds who have no understanding. They have all turned to their own way. So here with with verse 11, going back to verse 10, it seems that watchmen and shepherds are referring to the same person, a leader in, in Israel. I'm going to go back and read this one again. but but they are shepherds who have no understanding. they have all turned to their own way, each to his own gain one and all. Come they say, let me get wine, let us fill ourselves with strong drink, and tomorrow will be like this day great beyond measure. So this in this section here, as I said, this is the watchmen and the shepherds being equated one with the other. Let's now turn to James chapter 3 verse 1 because I think it's very important that we understand that, that the Lord holds teachers to a higher standard, greater strictness in judgment. It says here, uh, the Lord saying through James, Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. So pastors, you know, many of them all are, are teachers. So it's all, also talking here about held to account and to a greater strictness by our Lord. And then in Hebrews chapter 13, verses 17 through, I'm going to read through 19, it, it, here it tells us, the, the writer tells us, to obey our leaders who keep watch over our souls and will have to give an account for them. So it's indicating that the, our leadership in the church is going to have to give an account of, of their overseeing of our souls while we're in the church with them. So who are these under shepherds going to have to give an account to when it says in verse 17, for they are keeping watch over our souls as those who will have to give an account. Well, these shepherds of the church are going to have to give account to Jesus Christ himself, the great shepherd of the flock, the great shepherd of the sheep. So I I think here, you know, wrapping this all together, when we go back to what Paul said Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God, looking at him as a watchman, looking at him as a shepherd of the church under Jesus Christ. He is saying that as shepherds, and you look through the rest of the references as you link through Ezekiel chapter 33 and Isaiah chapter 56, he's saying that the shepherds of the church are going to be held to account. And part of that is being uh, accountable to declare the whole counsel of God. And that ties back into what I was talking about, how the world system uh, and doctrines of demons, wisdom of man, things like that, look to, seek to neutralize the church. And that is not declaring the whole counsel of God, omitting things that should not be omitted. It is the duty, it is the responsibility of our pastors, elders, leaders, teachers, myself, because of what I'm doing right here, to declare the whole counsel of God. Otherwise, if you're reading through this, the blood of some people is going to be on our heads. (laughs) What exactly that means, I don't know. I don't think that means we'll lose our salvation. I'm fairly certain it doesn't. But the Lord is holding teachers to a greater strictness. So we must, as, as Paul has declared... In Acts chapter 20, we must declare the whole counsel of God. So just to wrap it up, pastors, elders, teachers, leaders of the church, fear God and declare the full counsel of the Lord God Almighty. For you do not want the blood of anyone on your head, and because you will have to give an account to the great shepherd of the sheep, Jesus Christ, for your faithfulness in your position. So I'm going to close. With the benediction from Hebrews in chapter 13, starting in verse 20. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, our Lord Jesus, the great Shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good, that you may do His will, working in us that which is pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever, Amen.